Are you ready to rock, Randos? Inside you. <laughs> Literally, inside of you. Been a while since we've done a music-inspired podcast. It has, yeah. and you know, I was on. It's May. It's gonna be May, uh, and uh, I'm excited, man. I like music. I know yep. you like music. You know who else likes music? Our good friend. I was gonna say, is it me? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I do. Our good friend Eric Fallon is joining us on this podcast. I am Ed. That is Brian. You know us by now. Yeah, hopefully. But we're excited to have Eric on today. Eric, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, guys. Doing Hang pretty good. Happy to nice. be here. Yeah, I'm loving the uh, joined by his very vibrant shirt, shirt and yeah. his yeah. wooden guitar. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. if uh, he came in style today, yeah. If you want to see that, if you're if you're just listening to this podcast, you're only getting like fifty percent of the I know the treatment. Right. You need to hop on and watch these beautiful faces on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Go to fandomatrandom.com, click that watch button, like, subscribe. You guys know the deal. Click the bell. Bing. But I have known Eric for geez, a long, long time. We met back in high school over our love yeah. of corn. That was correct, oh, yeah. right? It was corn. We corn were, uh, is pretty good. Was it biology? But it was freshman biology, freshman but, bi but I was a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking the band or the vegetable? The band, oh, the band. The band corn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was wearing... I, I thought the band at first, and then you guys started talking about biology. I'm like, wait, are they talking about actual no, corn? I don't know anything about the genetics of Okay, corn. all right. <laughs> no, I was wearing a uh, Life is Peachy corn uh, basketball tee. Yep. And yep. I think you had the same one. Yep. And I was like, I'm going to see them tonight. And you were like, I saw them last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And then I was Did like, we just become best friends? <laughs> That's pretty much how it happened. Yeah. I mean, that was the start of it. Yeah. And the then, uh, you know, we... history. From that point on, I mean, Eric and I, both musicians, we've been in a number of bands since our teenage years. Still in a band now, Basement yeah. Sessions. Check it out. But, yeah, I'm excited to have you on because we are doing a very music-centric episode today with some bands that, while they may not be real IRL, yeah. they're real in our hearts in Definitely. the movie world. Yes. So we're going to be talking about that pretty soon. But before we do... Brian was not here last week. No. We've got the news at random to cover. Brian, how did your little ER visit go? Are you on the mend? I am on the mend. Yup. Uh, steel plate in the belly now. Uh, I <laughs> nice. can't walk through airport security, but other than that, I'm good. Beautiful. And I started developing telekinesis, but that's a story for a different episode. Dude, that's but, yeah. exciting. No, I'm feeling all right. My insides are only barely melting now instead <laughs> of fully melting. So, And I finally kicked that, whatever the hell that cold was, man. Kick the shit out of me. It's climate change, dude. It's fucking us all up. Could be. It could be. <laughs> but let's get into some news at random. What do you say, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah. It's a news at random. Featuring Eric Fallon. <laughs> so... Eric, I mean, do you just want to cover the news for us here? I know yeah. you're a oh, you're man. a huge just fan of nerddom, fandom. It's, it's a jump right well, in type one, situation. <laughs> I'm sitting here realizing that I don't have a laptop to look at like you guys, <laughs> and it reminds me. Be I don't so even, awkward. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably the only person on the planet that doesn't own a laptop. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm, 
really have any devices. The only person under 60 that doesn't own a laptop, probably, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. It's probably true. Yeah. Uh, and no, I don't think you want my take <laughs> <laughs> on the news in your world here. Well, all right. you can do what you do in real life with us all the time. Just shit on the stuff we enjoy. You seem yeah. to get great joy yeah. out of that. So. I do. I take tremendous joy all right. in making fun of nerds. But something <laughs> I don't think you'll need help shitting on is, dude... The new Venom trailer dropped. So Venom 2 with Tom Hardy is coming out. And we got to saw Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Bunch of slapstick comedy. The Odd Couple with uh, Eddie Brock and Venom living in the, the apartment. and Yeah. Before I get into it, what were your thoughts on the trailer? <laughs> I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, just like the first video, I thought it looked like it was going to be a fun ride without a lot of substance. So... It's going to be something I want to watch and have fun watching. I don't think it's going to break any records or fucking be, go down in history as one of the best movies or anything. I don't you know, know, man. I think it looked terrible. Uh, I mean, the uh, voice? What is with the... Oh, catch up. Um, oh. it, the voice did sound a little different compared to the first video. It sounded movie. a lot yeah. different. I'm thinking the cut on the scenes that they did was just a little weird. I'm hoping, at least. But uh, eh, I'll watch it. Now, this is actually a trailer that I saw, Oh! and it did leave me with a question. I did see the first one, I think. I probably yep. I probably fell asleep. That's what I do <laughs> watching these movies. But yep. as I'm watching, you know, Venom kind of like come out of his back. Yeah. yeah. Now, Eddie Brock seems like a lonely guy. Mm -hmm. Do you think he ever gets freaky with like the Venom? <laughs> I mean, that's a <laughs> like, great question because... I feel like he's gotta. Well, if he controlled Venom, I'd say yes. But Venom's one of those dudes who's like, no, Eddie, I'm not touching your dick. But I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he's like Tom Hardy. Like, yeah. You're not going to touch Tom and You're talking Hardy's Eddie dick. Brock, not me, people. That's not true. me. Yeah. Leave, I mean, leave me out of this. You know, but... I mean, we can add you. Right? <laughs> Lady Venom, on the other hand, when they bring in Lady Venom... Now that's a whole different story. I hope they bring in Gwenum. Yes, Gwen that would be pretty sweet. That would be nice. So I don't know how I feel about it. I'll we're gonna do a random review on it at one point anyway. Sure, so you'll hear yeah. me bitch about it a lot more. <laughs> Another movie we got some news on. So Drax the Destroyer himself, Dave Batista, is joining the cast on Knives Out Two, huh. and potentially Knives Out Three. We mentioned a couple uh, weeks or months ago at this point. I don't know. Time's been flying by. Yeah. But uh, Netflix bought the option on the Knives Out property. Great film. I love the original. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Very good. Yeah, it's very good movie. And, I mean, Dave Batista. yeah, you know, he's... I don't think he's a great actor. I he's a little one-dimensional. Yeah, but. a one-role actor. Like, if you need a stone wall as a placeholder, maybe. Yeah. But uh, it, it won't, remains to be seen. We'll have to see what they do with him. But, I mean, it's cool to see him getting work. And he did come out in the last week or so saying that this next Guardians film is the next time he's going to be playing Drax. Mm. So whether he's sticking to that, whether he knows or he's privy to information that he's going to get killed off anyway. Yeah. He just said he's he's like, listen, I'm, I think he's like in his 50s now. Damn. Late 50s. And I mean, he's still in great shape, but he's like, yeah, he's like, he just said he physically can't do it much longer, right? Which makes sense, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, as far as wrestlers turned actors go, 
I don't know if you guys remember Hulk Hogan and Suburban Commando. Dude, that movie was amazing. Fuck, yeah, yeah but Dave <laughs> Batista is definitely a little bit of a better actor than, yeah. than Hogan was back in those days. All right, fair. I'm the Suburban Commando brother. I was a kid back then, so I didn't understand good and bad. I All just right. remember Suburban Commando. What was that TV series with the boat? They had, like, the black long cigarette boat, and it was like a I know what you're procedural, talking about, too. do lightning something. Anyway, Hulk Hogan was good back then, and then you look back on it, and you're like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Uh, let's, again, this is a music-themed episode. Let's uh, let's talk some music news. This was interesting. So the FBI, and they did this kind of quietly. They didn't super announce it, but um, they have released all of the original investigation and files on the Kurt, Co- uh, Kurt Cobain suicide huh. uh, back really? at the age of 27. So Kurt Cobain front front man of nirvana and it's a it's relatively short it's a 10 page file i don't know if anything's been redacted but they're claiming that it's out there it's wide open and you can hop into it you can read all about it and i'm sure you know and you know you know when cobain died the conspiracy theories ran rampant oh courtney yeah love. Courtney you love. know that courtney mm-hmm. love was jealous she didn't want to deal with his bullshit anymore mm-hmm. she either killed him or and then all the stuff leaked out about how, like, the dosage of heroin that was in his bloodstream, there's no way he could have lifted a shotgun, <laughs> never mind pull the trigger. Yeah. All It went on and on and on. And uh, the suicide note, they claimed it was fabricated. Ton of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. And, but, I mean, they, the FBI, they have released it. All the information is now out in the open, so you can go and check it out. And it's interesting. I yeah. mean, it was such a one of the more prominent musician deaths in the history of music i would say oh, definitely. definitely in yeah. our generation too, besides I mean. elvis dying on the shitter yeah, yeah but it, who doesn't want to go like that i mean that's way better than that's putting true. a shotgun in <laughs> yeah <mouth>. right <laughs> uh, there's people out there who would love the fbi documents so i'm sure it's a big thing you know we should check them out yeah we should read them we should actually do a cobain centric like true crime true episode crime. Delve into some of the theories. That'd be it would cool. be because I I feel like you know it could go either way. Whether it was him, I mean, he really yeah. didn't want everything that came with fame, right? I mean, he was kind of singing against a lot of that. And we uh, were just talking about crazy bitch exes, and oh, Courtney yeah. Love is oh, definitely yeah. like the definition crazy bitch. You know, yeah, <laughs> she was the idol of many of my exes, actually. Ah, uh, yeah. So there's <laughs> definitely. <laughs> It all makes sense. I can't, yep, I can't judge because I'm the same way. But I'd like to see, Yeah, let's try and do an episode on that. Let's talk some video game news for a little bit. So, Boring. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Yeah. <laughs> so Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Everything actually came out and announced this. I was super excited. Immediately sent the info to Brian. But yep. uh, the classic Lucasfilm games, Zombies Ape My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol, are being re-released, a little bit of a remaster. Uh, they're coming to Switch and every other console. Cool Patrol, whatever it is, what it is. It was. I don't think I've even heard of that one. It's not yeah. great. It, it was the sequel, the Zombies oh. Ate My Neighbors, but the original Zombies Ate My Neighbors is that's even one I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. And I mean, talk about an awesome soundtrack. Kicked ass, man. That. Yeah. It was like fifties niche. Did yeah, you ever play know. that game, Brian? I did. I don't think I... Much like a lot of older games, I didn't finish it. But I did start it. I mean, that's one that I'd love to... 
I played the shit out of that back in the day. If we yeah. could ever co-op stream that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty badass. Was that on Sega? I think so. Or was that that was that was on Nintendo. That was Super Nintendo. I think it was both, but it, it was may have been on Sega Super too. Nintendo, I didn't have yeah. Super Nintendo, and I know my brother had the game. I we think used to play yeah, it, all the it was time. definitely Super Nintendo because I can vividly remember the cartridge, right? With yeah. like the the image of the zombies ate my neighbors, kind of like Mortal Kombat in reverse. It was a Super Nintendo game that went to Sega instead of a Sega game that went to Nintendo. Yeah, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It is officially launched. It came out this past weekend. So if you're listening, watching, and you have not enjoyed the Mass Effect series, highly, highly recommend it. Pending I mean, reviews, I may be doing that. Yeah, this is back yeah. when Bioware was actually good. <laughs> and, I mean, Mass Effect was really the swan song. I know a lot of people will shit on Mass Effect 3 and the ending. That's which, why you looked at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about the game, period. Yeah. So. I heard they took out a lot of ass shots. So Did they? that's not good. Oh, yeah. That's not a good yeah, thing. That's not a good thing. It's pretty much like an alien like banging simulator oh i'm in all right i'm playing yeah. it yeah it's how much it's how, how much... far have video games come since i last played they that? have come a lot <laughs> <laughs> not as much as commander shepherd i'll say that uh, so yeah i'm excited about that yeah this is one you're excited about brian so uh the saw film well i was excited when i put it on this document and now reviews the reviews are, are slamming i it. mean yeah there's a lot of people who are like well it was all right but then there's people like, fuck this, didn't need it, uh, didn't want it. So now I'm kind of just, all right, I got to watch it. But yeah, so the new the new spiral. Yeah, yeah, spiral. The new Saw film. The you know, technically Jigsaw's alive. You could call it a spinoff because it's it's uh, the book of Saw, meaning it doesn't involve Jigsaw. It doesn't involve anything from those movies besides the um loose connections they blatantly named jigsaw like in the trailer right so. yeah and we oh, all they, know they that he's a copycat yeah well, we all i know, know he's dead jigsaw is dead and he hasn't come back so we know it's not jigsaw you know so yeah i'm gonna watch it and maybe i can get ed to watch it i doubt it but possibly <laughs> you yeah. know and then maybe review it well one i will definitely be watching when it comes back Legends of the Hidden Temple. I already applied Ooh, to be I on it. about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm in application process. Legends Just kidding. of no, the I'm Hidden not. Temple. I, but there is application processes floating around online. We should try and yeah, sign up. I feel you should. I mean, you <laughs> seem like the kind of guy that could put that monkey together in time. I do play that a lot with killer, my man. monkey. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, uh, yeah, no, I could definitely do How it. How often yeah. is yours in three pieces, though? <laughs> right? Uh, those fucking scary dudes, though. I'd be out in a hot second. Babe, I'm in the shrine. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the shrine of the silver monkey. I'm in the shrine. <laughs> but, yeah, I, this is weird. because my purple iguana. <laughs> purple parrot, dude. Come oh, on. I mixed it up. Yeah, yep. it's the green iguanas. Green iguanas, yep. Yeah. But they're bringing it back. They're, again, they're trying to... It's going to be on the CW, so it's only a matter yeah. of time before they... The spike some That's a channel. Next thing you know, they're gonna put all some Mac, drama. All Mac and the host are gonna have some kind of teen drama, <laughs> and they're gonna tension. be fucking each other in the background. And <laughs> yeah, Ooh. when I heard it was coming back, I'm like, yes, and then heard CW. Ugh, fuck. And, and it's, it's not for adults, right? It's yeah, not it's for yeah. kids. It's for yeah. adults. They claim they're trying to harken back to the original a lot, though. I'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but if yeah. they want to do that. Let's do adult guts. Let me have yeah. a oh, crack yeah. at the aggro crack, right? man. Like, Fucking that's a. what I want. Hell yeah. 
I've done some rock climbing in my day. I can do that. And if you guys haven't checked it out, we did the Nickelodeon shows back in the day. Um, yeah, top, on one of our, our top episodes, ten, we did yeah. our top ten Nickelodeon game shows. Yeah, check it out. Guts was, I think, number one. Do 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 do. You have it. It was not guts. Guts was top three. Was Legends it? of the Hidden Temple, I believe, came okay. in at number I one. I knew one of them was. Yeah, I think guts yep. was three. I think Double Dare might have made two. Hmm. But th- those three were in the, and they should. I mean, those yeah. are those are. See, the, but what's funny the is the Holy that, Trinity. Yeah, those are the top three, and you know, Mike O'Malley did guts. Yeah. You know, Mark Summers did Double Dare. Yeah. What was the host? Kirk Falk. <laughs> oh, he knows. He that. knows because we did the episode. Uh, no, I don't. Dude, I was obsessed with Kirk Falk. That guy was the man. He you liked those little be. short cargo yeah, shorts. He, I was going to say, you would be with those short cargo shorts. And everything. Dude, I live my life for Kirk Fogg every day. Like, that guy is my I was idol. a Mike O'Malley fan until he straight up fucking dissed me at the live Oh, yeah, I forgot show. about that. Fuck that Terrible guy. story. <laughs> Terrible story. Wait, really? Yeah. In, no, per- like a, I was, in person. He didn't actually diss me, but... We, we were he was picking people out of the crowd for a contest it was at like the garden or something and i looked directly at him and he oh, yeah. looked directly at me and he's like and went to the right and picked oh. the guy next to me and i was screaming i was like Mike! <laughs> <laughs> and the motherfucker just looked at me looked to the right was like not that kid <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can remember it perfectly to this day. It hurt me that you, much. Did you ever like write them? I should right now. I should write write them. Yeah, I mean, like you motherfucking no, like, asshole. Seriously, like because like if Legends of the Hidden Temple and speaking of which, they better get Kirk Fogg back on that bitch. Yeah, let him host Kane, it. Kane and Walker and all. Yeah, I, probably not that old, but dude, if that's coming back, guts could come back. Yeah, you would think some payback. Reach, reach out to Mike O'Malley. Be I like, might. dude, this. Reach out now. I get on be like Mike, yo. Uh, also, some another kick in the nostalgia, Adult Swim nostalgia. So, Adult Swim, uh, three series that they did are getting uh, features. They're releasing movies. Yeah. There's a new Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, a new Metalocalypse movie, and a new Venture Brothers movie. Right. So I've heard about all those. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. So, they're going to release them. I think it's going to be like a straight-to-Blu-ray DVD type of thing. And then it's going to go over to HBO Max, which you can stream them on. But I love all those. Why would you bother putting anything straight to DVD nowadays? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm guessing it's like DVD, Blu-ray. I, I don't know. They want to they get it out there for the right. physical content. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. I guess. But. Yeah, it seems weird. But streaming is something you want to do first and then maybe release. Yeah. Depending on how good it goes. But yeah, all right. Hey, I'd, I'll always take more Aqua Teen Hunger Force, man. Yes. Yeah, some more well, meat one. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm a pretty white boy. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's talk some trading card news. Yeah. So not even just nerdy trading cards like Pokemon and Magic, but especially sports, which Brian loves. Yay, sports. So <laughs> Target. Every target in U.S. is no longer stocking tradable cards, whether it be sports, Pokemon, Magic. And I don't know if, like, anybody out there watching or listening, you know, if, if you're into any kind of tradable card game, but you've probably noticed, like, if you walk in the... Since the pandemic hit, if you walk into a Walmart, a Target, wherever, those those things are blown the hell out. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like, that market has exploded. Yeah. Especially, especially like sports cards right now. 
They are through the goddamn roof. Uh, like sports the pin- cards and Pokemon cards, like they disappeared for a long time. And now I'm thinking about pulling out the old collection and seeing what I can get at this moment. Now, now that they banned the sales of them. Yeah, n- now is the time to sell them because mm-hmm. they are through the roof. And yeah, Target, apparently there's just been a bunch of bullshit where there's a lot of people, mainly grown-ass men, yeah. that are going in there and they're actually like camping out. Yep. Around these sections, waiting for like the vendors to walk in and load the shelves. This is why and we there say have been, like, all fi- men. <laughs> <laughs> there have been like physical altercations, like people in parking lots, like beating the it's shit, like stabbing people. Though, dude, like, do you no. remember going to the card store when, oh, yeah. when we were collecting Pokemon cards in elementary or middle school or even college? In your case, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I didn't collect Pokemon cards at any stage of my life, Brian. But uh, really, you didn't base- at all, even when cards. you were younger. No, oh, uh, baseball cards did. all the time. Because I even cards, knew really. like the most unnerdiest jocks that even collected Pokemon no. cards, man. No. But no, dude, nobody ever fought over them. You know, there was no bullshit like that. Now they, those same kids, grew up and are slapping little kids around. No, and I, I've been, I've been working at this house, and um, I was just talking to the guy the other day about this, and his son is, you know. Preteen plays right, yeah. plays baseball, huge into baseball. Yep. And they had apparently just released like a new series of cards and he brought them to Target and he was like it was like a hundred grown men. Oh yeah. Christ, you know, man. trying to push my son around to get four packs of these cards. Yep. Wow. And it's insane to me that is that I mean, one that baseball cards are even relevant at <laughs> yeah, all anymore. Pokemon cards, at least I can see, but baseball I mean, even, cards, like even yeah. as someone who's not into Pokemon cards, I get that yeah. more than baseball cards. I mean, baseball has pretty much fallen off the radar for <laughs> yeah. everybody other than people that play it. Exactly. I mean, yeah, the football cards are big box right now too. The Panini Prisms, which they're they're now gone. I think they pulled them, but. I mean, we're talking like big bucks. Like hmm. you can hundreds, and depending on the card, I mean, and what happens to that player, you know, people will pay thousands. Gonna it's have just to it's pull insane. out my old Beckett catalog. Yeah, dude, I gotta know? check on my old cards, see what I can get for them. Yeah, yeah. So pretty interesting. Yeah. Last bit of news: Ellen DeGeneres is going off the air. Oh, All right, now, now, no. to our, now to our main episode. That's enough news about Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, it was bound to happen after that debacle she had. What? Two years, a year. I don't ago. Yeah, think it was two years. I, ago. Yeah, I don't think it was actually. It was, that it was long within ago. the last year or so, yeah. and they came out, and a bunch of people complained that had worked on there that it was like surprise, surprise. She's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> she's know? a huge a hole. They're like racially charged things, and whole bunch of really dark shit that got thrown at that show. And she kind of came out, and she's like, you know, 19 seasons was always the plan to right. from the yeah. beginning. Such a, like, yeah. such yeah. a nice <laughs> round number to end on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love lesbians, but if there's one thing I learned, they're mean. They're really mean. <laughs> I've met some nice lesbians. No, of absolutely. course. I know. <laughs> but she never seemed nice to me. No, Ellen it was DeGeneres. always just yeah. fabricated. Yes, like, You exactly. can tell. Yep. So, Ellen, we bid you farewell from fandom nope. culture. People that care bid you a farewell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got nothing to say. All right. Well, that about covers the news. We're going to get into our fandom focus of the week, our music-related fandom focus. I'm excited. You guys are excited. Yeah. Let's get into it. And this week's fandom focus, our consensus 
top 10 fictional movie bands. Ooh, yeah. And as always, our opinions are going to weigh heavily on this with our choices, and that's why it's a consensus ranking. It's fun. Yes, sir. You know, it's fun. It keeps it real. You know, you may feel strongly about a particular fake movie band that I don't particularly feel strongly about, but consensus moves everything up, moves it in, so... It's what keeps the world turning. Absolutely. And we all made these lists per usual, unbeknownst to one another, uh, another before we slammed them all together, came up with the consensus, so we will have honorable mentions at the end because it was impossible to get everybody in this list yeah. that we had, but I think we did a pretty good job. And let's kick it off with number 10 right away. And number 10, it is a three-way tie. Yeah, three-way. Three three <laughs> <laughs> a three-way tie to kick things off. And it was actually the only tie in this top 10 list. And we wanted to include as much as we could. So, hey, what better way than a three-way? Yeah. Hey. So, oh, yeah. so we have Infant Sorrow, the band from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah. I had them at number nine. Uh, Eric, it wasn't in your in your top ten. Brian, you had them at number eight. Yes. Wild Stallions, Bill and Ted. Excellent. So I had them at number six. Uh, Eric, not in your top ten. Brian, not in your top ten because you are I terrible know, people. I know. I couldn't like uh, find a place for them. Same. You know? I had them, and yeah. then they just kept getting bummed <laughs> yeah. out. Bing, 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 bing. And then lastly, Deathgasm from the movie Deathgasm. Not in my top ten. Not in Brian's top ten. Eric had them all the way at Dude, number six. that slipped I, my mind, Dude, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I almost had it at number one just because they killed demons with yep. dildos. That is, <laughs> I mean, that is a good choice. I should have honestly thought of them. That's my fault. I my can't. Fault. I can't even remember much else about that movie. Nope. They kill demons with dildos. They, they call, do. Yeah, the they dildo do. demon. Yeah. <laughs> the dildo, dildo demon crew. <laughs> I've I've actually seen the movie more times than I wanted to because. Uh, my eldest son is a huge black metal fan. Yes. And the first time I saw it, we were actually traveling by car to Chicago for a metal fest. Oh, all right. And he had it on his phone propped up on my dashboard. Yep. And when they start smacking the devil <laughs> with a dick, I almost drove off the highway. I was like, what are we watching yeah, right now? Dude, like, what is this? I've only seen it once, and I don't remember a lot of it, but that's one scene you can't forget. Oh, no. <laughs> You're just no. like, what is fucking going on right and now? And the name is so good. Yes. Like, Death yeah. Come on. Best band name ever. So you've already... So. I've never seen it. I will have to check it out. You've now sold me on Deathgasm. Let's talk about our other two contenders here at the top ten. So, Infant Sorrow, again, uh, Russell Brand's yeah. fictional band mm -hmm. from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to and the Greek. And Get Him to the Greek. Get yep. Him to the Greek. And, I mean, it goes without saying. I mean, the songs are hilarious, especially like they, they built upon that character in Get Him to the Greek. And they and had the best fan Aldous base Snow. ever yeah. in Noah Hill or whatever his name is. <laughs> Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill. <laughs> Inside. I just you. remember him in the movie like. <sighs> Out in the crowd, no one else is making noise, and he's oh, like, he's like oh, I, I just went from six yeah. to midnight. I just went from six <laughs> to midnight. So, yeah, there are many uh, aspects of that band that I loved, and Aldous Snow is number one, obviously. And then, obviously, Wild Stallions. I mean, Bill and Ted. Yeah. It's the ultimate band, dude. They've got death on bass. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we only get, like, one full song with death on bass, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, true. 
But we've got, we've got three movies of Wild Stallions content. And I yeah. think that's why ten. I left them off my list, because <laughs> I saw the third one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. I mean, Come it was yeah. a good way to get through a flight. But yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't it, have but... watched it if I wasn't stuck in a tube in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. That's... Uh, that's, that's, that goes like on, the, brand, yeah, on like, the movie cover. I, <laughs> not a bad movie for a tu- being stuck in a tube on this guy or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so those three at number 10. Number nine, I literally... The next two picks, by the way, I willed this into the top 10. I was going to say, I'm it. convinced Ed just was oh, like, yeah. nope, fuck number nine, this is going here. <laughs> and Brian at, at the number eight pick, which we'll talk about after this, yeah. He, Totally willed his. I willed it number into eight. my existence. So number nine, <laughs> guy and girl. Yeah. Which a lot of people like. Who the hell is that from the movie? Once. Do they never name them? Nope. They're really? called just guy and girl. I just watched it. For, so the second time I they watched never it, say their name. I'm like, okay, I actually like this movie. The first time I'm like, what does right. Edge put really me good. into? <laughs> it's really good. And then the second time something snapped. And I'm like, okay, this is a really good movie. But. That's the first time I noticed they never actually name either of them. And this is kind of a but for me. Isn't Glenn Hansard a real artist, Eddie? Mm. So he's a real... And isn't the girl a real artist, Eddie? They are, but this was was before they were established, before they'd really done anything. And this Mm. is based on the fictional band that is in the movie. (laughs) I know I'm new here, but I feel like this is some... I run this. There's some this is fuckery my- going on. <laughs> no, no. This, right, they they right. are they are 100% a fictional band in the movie. They were not a real band I'll in real life. I'll give it to life. you because it's not the real girl in the movie, right? It's the real guy from No, the it's the real story. girl, too. Really? Yeah, Marquetta uh, or Glova. I thought they show her at the end, like the real chick. No. I'm no, so it's 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 her, man. It's her. But in any case, the music is fantastic. Yes. I love. I agree with that. Yes, and for sure. you know, I love the way they portray them in the film. The tragic, you know, love story that you know they want to be together but they can't. And through that struggle, they make some of the most amazing, passionate music. Mm-hmm. That is just it kicks ass. And I love like it follows the band. Like they're so like they don't have money to do shit. They and Eric and I can relate to this. Like back when we were like young teens, Wonka Studios. Oh yeah. You know, you pay the money to pretty much live in the studio for <laughs> yeah. a weekend, and by the end, you were just exhausted. I remember that was like two days before Christmas. We did that. I go to Christmas dinner with my family, and I'm <laughs> literally sleeping at the dining room table, sleeping like, in the ham. Like, and but, is in once it's the the opening scene where he's playing on the street, right? Yeah, he's busking, yeah. and yep. it is. His voice is just unreal. It yeah. is yeah. so good. Like, you feel that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It just rings out across yeah. the room. Oh, you know? so good. Yeah. I'm the emo- probably emo- going to watch this tonight, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The emotion with the music. Hey, beautiful, man. It's a date. It's a date. But I love it. I had it, number, it, I had it, it at number two. And not my top ten, but I'm glad it made it on the list, I guess. I, like yeah, I said, even, it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> even with the fuckery. It's not bullshit, man. Come on. <laughs> I had it at number two, and again, not in your top tens, but me being me having it at two was enough to at least eke it up to number nine. Yep. This, this one. This was like the, I'm proud of it, my friend. I have no shame. <laughs> yeah, this this was the one that I was like, what the might cause a clash at Demon Head. Yeah, though. the clash at Demon Head at number eight yep. from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Brian, what about Crash and the Boys? Musically, 
Clash at Demon Head was the far more technical and talented <laughs> fucking band, and they had Todd, okay? <laughs> so this was not my top 10. It was not Narek's top 10. This was Brian's number one pick. So, Dude, Brian, let, why is Clash at Demon Head your number you, one pick? Okay, besides one other choice on this list, which we'll get to in a little bit, the only when you told me to pick top 10 fictional bands, the number one that came to my head was that song. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. From Scott First of all, Scott Pilgrim's probably one of my top ten movies ever. Yep. And second of all, that song is the first one to ring out from my head the second you told me fictional bands. So and I was I, like I'll agree with you there because you know, Brie Larson yes. does a fantastic and I I job say, as Envy. Number three, mm-hmm. Brie Larson. And walking out <laughs> yeah. walking out in those big red pumps. Uh-huh. And just, oh, yeah. I was pumping something during that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Paula. (laughs) But, oh, wait, Paula's listening? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, she always does. And I always get shit on for what I say. (laughs) Hi, Paula. (laughs) I love you so much. I miss you. Love you too, Mom. But... She actually was just on the cast last week for Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I gotta, yeah I'm going to have to go listen to that one. It was a good one. Yeah. Did she bring iced tea? <laughs> she did not bring iced tea. It was not an emergency. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's again, I know. I know what you're saying. Like you know. that that scene when they walk in and it's a metric cover. Yeah. Of Black Sheep. And I so much prefer their version over the actual metric version. Yeah. Like, I think Brie Larson kills it. Yeah. Like, doing it and, like, the energy. And you get that, you know, when the verse comes in, which he's just saying, you know, you crack, mm-hmm. and just the bass slap. It's just like, such it's, a it's catchy awesome. tune. It's really good music. And it sticks with you right away when you hear it. See, it's crazy. As a bass player, you yeah. would think that I would know so much more about a movie right his main character is a bass a player yeah i've and seen it. the movie once <laughs> and within a, the last year maybe i showed it years, to you. wow i had never seen it before no i did like the movie but yeah i have zero opinion on, on this <laughs> i mean and then it's a basis with vegan powers too yeah so oh, that's probably like why i blocked one. it out yeah they, they have might a, have they have a base battle <laughs> but brandon routh was fucking amazing as todd and yep. brie larson was a smoke show he punched the highlights out of her <laughs> hair <laughs> yeah and the only movie who can make punching a girl funny <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> all right so now we're gonna get a little redundant but to me, Brian, dude, this is the band. Like, if you're going to talk Scott Pilgrim, we're moving on to number seven here. I mean, they had a song about a garbage truck. <laughs> we, It's Sex Bob-omb. <laughs> Come on, man. Scott Pilgrim's we band. We are Sex Bob-omb. We are Sex Bob-omb. Yeah. But- dude, like, the first time I saw this film in theaters, and I had read some of the graphic novels beforehand, yep. and I'm like, all right, what am I going to walk into when I go check this film out? And it instantly like it the movie's quirky they've got all like the little weird video game shit going on which is cool and then they finally just that we are sex with one two yeah. three four and it's just like pure like energy <laughs> adrenaline and there's they're just a, rocking the shit out there's in a, like the living room there's and I'm, like, a this reason why awesome. clash of demon had made it in the movie and sex bombs were an up and never coming band because they weren't that talented <laughs> Yeah, but I mean the the, the song right. Well, is but Beck not talented? That kind of hurts on a personal <laughs> Beck, level, Brian. Yeah. Beck, I've been in Beck plenty wrote, of bands. Beck oh, no. wrote all of their songs. I'm saying you guys are very talented, but Sex Bombs were just kind of noise, you know. And they were great. Don't get me wrong, they were great. But 
Hang I can on, only shut remember. His, let me I shut can, his mic off. I can only remember one song from them, and that's "Let Me Take You for a Ride on My Garbage Truck." Truck, truck, truck. I'm. I couldn't put them as number one. <laughs> Dude, got one of those bands was going number one, and it wasn't going to be Sex Bombs. Well. I think they deserve to be on this list. I'm glad they so, made it. I, I mean, I think f- they deserve to be on the list for sure, even though it's not a movie that I'm particularly yeah. familiar with. Yeah. But uh, they were good. <laughs> so I had them at five. Brian had them at five. So great minds think alike. Yes. And Eric not in the top ten, but that makes sense because he had some other great people in his top ten. Absolutely. Sure fucking did. Not the least of which is our next one. And this is finally one that we all had in our top ten. Yeah. Nice. The Lone Rangers. <laughs> How do you pluralize the Lone Ranger? <laughs> you beat me to it. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, it, my first experience, I think, with like a fictional movie band, if I'm remembering correctly, it came out, what, 94? I mean, it was probably the one that was right in like our yeah. wheelhouse yeah. of growing up. And right. I mean, it's probably the same for me. It was either this or... Bill and Ted. Yeah. I mean, and I mean it's exactly. got to be one or the other. The, yep. the, the trio alone of Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, and Brendan Fraser. Oh, so mm-hmm. good. So was good. So Brendan goddamn Fraser good. at his peak. Absolutely. For er- sure. Eric used to call me Pip <laughs> sometimes because <laughs> I used to be a pool boy. And, and he was <laughs> always, like Adam Sandler. He was Pip. always banging the women where yeah, he was nice. working. <laughs> whoa, Sorry, whoa. Paul. Sorry, Paul. Did you whoa. bring a beanie with you so you could like hold it over <laughs> yourself when you the husbands walked in? But I love, I just love the fact that this band, you know, they, they think it's a good idea to go and hijack a radio station. <laughs> it's passion, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. Passion. Hot, hot you, sauce that was the guns. goal in the yeah. 90s was to get your song on the radio. Yeah. It, you it, can't do that now. You didn't, no. you didn't have podcasts and no. um, SoundCloud and YouTube back then. What's you the equivalent rob a now? You have to go, you know, hack into ariana grande's instagram and be yeah. like follow my band on Pretty band much. camp like it's <laughs> not the same like tiktok famous i think is the equivalent oh, yeah no, yeah no no you pretty much have to stick a kazoo in your butthole and hop on OnlyFans. i mean <laughs> yeah. that's pretty oh, much man, the only chance yeah. you got i was yeah. doing that years ago why no one tell me <laughs> well you gotta market better <laughs> so uh, i guess but I, I, guess. I love that like they have the passion for that and the whole thing like the entire film they're trying to get the tape oh yeah so they can actually play themselves yeah. like chris on the radio. farley yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to find the girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh yeah. It's such a good movie. And then they and finally really perform is, in yeah. the end, like in the prison. I and they become Chaz, huge. I want your babies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't forget the hot sauce squirt guns. Yeah. I was oh, just yeah. gonna say the hot sauce machine guns, dude. And that Milo was a huge piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Selling yep. the station. Fucking Milo. Easy listening bullshit. <laughs> so Eric, I have one question for you. Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? It's a trick question, Eddie. <laughs> Lemmy is, is God. God. That is correct. Yep. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had them at number 10. Eric, you had them at three. Brian at seven. So yeah. all our top tens, it made it. So now we're getting into the point where most of the, we're in our top five now. Most of these picks were all in our top 10. The nitty gritty. This is one that absolutely deserves to be. So Jackson Maine. From a star is born. Yeah. With obviously, you know, the Lady Gaga character thrown in. But I could do without her. Either way, I could, could take I had, Jackson Maine without her. Yeah. I mean, that so, opening song. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. The Wayside Bone. Such a good riff. So much power it behind it. It just blew me the fuck away that um, 
Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper had that in him. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. So it's it's actually funny if you. Uh, I watched multiple interviews because I I love the film. I love the soundtrack. Yeah. And Bradley Cooper was saying like he like he did not like fake this. And like Lady Gaga said the same thing. Like he became a student mm-hmm. of music musicians. He wanted to know how everything worked. He wanted to know. Like, he put the time into, like, you know, learning how to sing. He became a musician, and he actively was, like, going to shows. He wanted to see the behind the scenes. Yeah. He wanted to get, like, into the nitty-gritty. I'm a musician, and, and I, I've barely <laughs> done any of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's using, it my, comes through, using my wheelhouse. Dude, it comes through in the movie because the way they cut the movie, it's not like all that bullshit. They don't cut away. They don't put uh, vocals right. over right. him. It's all raw and real. Yeah, yeah, you know? and, and, and what I was... What I was leading up to with you guys mentioning that opening song and the energy, he said that originally, like when they started, he was the character of Jackson Maine he was creating was much more like country. Yeah. Much Mm -hmm. more kind of bluegrass country. As the character evolved and he was learning more about like music, learning how to play guitar, this or that, he kept, he said he kept edging more and more and more Mm -hmm. into rock and like. He started looking more into grunge. He started looking into like just like heavy shit. And he said like honestly like and that's why uh, like he mentioned uh, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Yeah. Started becoming a big influence for him. And he he said if they had started filming that movie even like three to six months later, he said it would have like the character of Jackson Maine would have been way more like rock. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. and. And I that was kind that. of that was kind of his thing. Like he's like, all right, I want to I want to kick them in the teeth with that first song that they oh, show, and they do, and they, they do. do. It is so and then, good. You know, the rest of the stuff is a bit more like you know a bit more country esque, but it's still good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a tragic story, a tragic band, and like I say, band. He's in the band, but the whole thing is it's, it's him yeah, it's and him. Lady Gaga, right? Yeah. And the shit, the the song, the soundtrack is just you know. Yeah, Mwah. it's, it's amazing. I was fucking blown away. I I heard of the movie and everyone's like talking about it, talking about Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. I'm like, some of this bullshit again. But you know what? You not know? enough people talked about was Andrew Dice Clay yes. <laughs> finally being in something. Yes, right. Finally coming back into something that's actually good. Yeah, you know? yeah. Gaga's dad. Jack and Jill walked That's up right. the hill. Jill <laughs> walked back down. My with fucking dollar. daughter. <laughs> you know, I just remember him. I only remember in that character when he's drunk and pisses himself. He's like, you did this to my fucking daughter. (laughs) I'm like, yep, that's Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I love it. I think they did a great job. Definitely deserve to be there. Number four, Steel Dragon from Rockstar. And so I'll be truthful. This was not my top ten. It was definitely in my honorable mentions. (laughs) I I know. How do you not pick any marky mark this was your one (laughs) chance to pick marky mark and you didn't do it right so you had this at number five eric brian this was at number two and i always hearken back i love that scene when he goes to see them Mm -hmm. and he's in the crowd and he does that like the and like even without a mic he's already like like singer can like hear him in the crowd before i got up to about 17 years of smoking this came out about 10 years ago i used to be able to hit notes like that with the movie i'd be like and now I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not sure you know, you know what year it is. I'm confident this is much older than 10 years old. 
Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. That, that's pushing like 20 15 years. 15 to 20, yeah. Holy oh, shit, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to be. Wow. But I, this I was under my top 10. You guys came out. I know. You guys that. talk about this one. Why does Steel Dragon deserve to be I here? mean, dude, it's pure 80s, like 80s yeah. hair bands, you know? And, and it, Marky Mark played it fucking amazing. The thing that I loved about it is it's like, that's kind of. You know, one of the dreams as a young musician yeah. where you idolize a band and you start a band because of them. Definitely. And then you have an opportunity to be in the band. To be in the band. And then to see the dynamic of what happens when you finally get in that band. Yeah. And it's like, oh, do I live up to the original singer? Uh, how long can I deal with this? And a random small town kid going, dude, we all know the party days were fucking high and mighty in the 80s oh like, yeah <laughs> you wake up there's a girl pissing standing up in your bathroom my motley, <laughs> you're like whoa lucky if it's in your bathroom <laughs> if it's in your bathroom you know motley crew i mean pretty much elevated you know what the rock star lifestyle was yeah I mean, that's like when you talk about the rock star lifestyle yep you know motley crew was which this was it like the hair metal this this oh, is yeah. what that band was and yeah, it was great. I mean, it, it definitely deserves to be on the list. I'm glad you guys had it there to kind of pump it up there. And then I mean, it, yeah, I, fe I it, feel for me it was more that the story of it than right. the actual band. It was back then being. Just, I think I was like 14 when I first saw it. That was when I was into music all the time, all day, all night, and like you said, watching it and being like, "Oh, I wish that happened to me." Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And it might be a little bit of bullshit because I'm fairly certain that. Although Steel Dragon was a fake band, yeah. all of the musicians in the movie were in 80s bands. Yes. I oh, no can't shit. remember exactly which bands. Right. I want to say something like Wasp or Dawkins so, or, or something like or that. Something like but that. they were all 80s hair metal musicians. And weren't they... Wasn't it based off like Judas Priest or something like that? I believe a so. They rumor, had a yeah. fan that mm -hmm. took over for Rob Halford for a little while. Um, but I, I don't yeah. think it worked out because he wasn't as gay. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which ends up happening in Rockstar. He's just not nearly as gay as he needs to be. <laughs> uh, 2001, by the way, so 20 years. Oh, wow. Shit. Holy shit. <laughs> I did not think realize that, yeah. All right, well, let's get into number three. You doing that thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> the Wonders. The, from o that the thing you I'm sorry. The Oneaters. I don't it's even the think I've ever seen this. Oh, get yeah, the fuck I don't out. Are you kidding me? No, I don't. Uh, what? I, it might be one of those movies where if I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, All I've right. seen this. But based yeah, off this and the name, Now it know. makes perfect sense because I had this at three, Eric at two. It was not in your top ten. No. Um, Tom Hanks is the manager. Nope, he also wrote it. He also wrote and directed the entire film. I would this absolutely kind of his, like, oh, remember. So it's his fault. Yep, it it's is his, his fault that <laughs> they don't give Ethan Embry's bass player character a name. Uh, I love that too. The bass player has no name. That, yeah. I, I don't love that, Eddie. That's, <laughs> that's offensive. I mean, it's bass player. He's, no, he's TB kidding. player. The bass player. You guys oh, didn't just okay. introduce me as this guy. Like, I have never gave me a name, seen it because I would remember Tom Hanks as a band manager, and I know I've. But never this seen this that was before. a classic, oh, like so just hearkening back to again, like you know the Beatles, kind yeah. of mirroring that with you know a band that's in America mm -hmm. trying to come up, get on the radio, right, and ride through. the tails of that British wave that was exactly coming over. exactly, and they do that. You know the songs are amazing. 
that I mean the that thing you do or it is maybe one of the catchiest songs for a movie ever written. Mm. I yeah, I would go with that. We'll go with I'm that. I'm gonna have to check it out. I yeah. am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. And Liv Tyler. Oh yeah. I mean, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anything. It's not with Liv ringing Tyler. any bells. No. No. Anything with Liv Tyler, I'm up for. So I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. You but. should. You should. It's fantastic. The whole the story. I I'm mean, it's really the rise it. and fall of a band. Yeah. The one-hit wonders. That's what it's based hmm. on. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, when they first hear their song on the radio, oh yeah, it's so fantastic. Running like, and screaming yeah. down the road. Yep. The father owns an appliance shop, so they run in and they're turning on all his radios. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I so have good. not seen it. I know so for good. a fact. Yeah. Number three, the wonders. Number two. Still water from I am a golden <laughs> god. <laughs> Talk about the story of Rockstar, a kid being choose to replace the singer of a band and live in that dream. Next best dream, dude, is going on tour with yeah. your favorite fucking oh, yeah. band. Now this is you know, based, based on a true on, story. Um, I can't yeah. think based of his name. From Rolling Stone. I'm totally blanking on. I'll look it up. I want to say his name's like Nolan or some shit, but no, um, I know it too. And. Ah, yeah, that's a tough one. The kid who played the part in the movie was perfect, though. Oh, yeah. And then um, Kate Hudson was just, as Penny Lane, was perfect. 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 The music choice was perfect. The guy who played Russell was perfect. It is by far, again, one of my top ten movies, and I had it at number three just because I had two more that I thought were a little better, but... The soundtrack, the band, the actors, everything came together I mean, in this movie. The whole, and again, like, it follows the whole story, the rise and fall of this band. Right. and like Based they, from the journalist point of view, you know? Yeah, yeah. And what scene, I, it, you'd be hard-pressed to find a scene better than when Russell's coming down on off acid, they're all sitting in the bus, pissed at each other, and there's just this bad mood hanging over them. Yep. And then Tiny Dancer starts playing from Elton yeah. John, and everyone just starts singing along, and it's just, holy shit, man. That's, that scene still gives me goosebumps. Cameron Crowe. Cameron yes. Crowe. Yep. That's the guy. Right. And again, Cameron I had Crow. this at number seven. Eric, you had it at four. Brian at three. So we were all pretty damn close. Yeah. yeah. And it is. Great film, and definitely catchy songs, and it's more about like the journey yeah. with this right. film yeah. of the band and just seeing everything, and... Yeah, Craziness. it was a behind-the-scenes movie that, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was like watching like uh, behind the music, mm-hmm. which they need to bring back. They do. I need yeah. to hear I love more shit about musicians. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just need to. I love it. <clears throat> number one, number one, and how could this not be? Hold on, can um you just turn it up to eleven? Yeah, <laughs> turn it up to eleven, Eddie. <laughs> Let me turn this up to eleven. To I can't 11. hear the sustain, Eddie. Yeah, but why? Why didn't they make? 10 the loudest because it goes it goes to 11 11. (laughs) spinal tap from this is spinal tap this was my number one pick this was eric's number one pick this was brian's number six pick all right i did in my defense i didn't see this movie till i was like 20 years old all right so it's not really an excuse didn't strike (laughs) a chord with me nostalgia wise as much as other people and I had seen other shit before it, but I still love Spinal Tap. I mean, I was probably 17, 18, so yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe I not know. as nostalgic. Just, I definitely we, didn't see it I when I was I think it was kid. like right after I got out of my hair metal type phase that I was going through, and I was like, well, this is an awesome movie. 
the it, and the band is awesome, but just something about when I watched it, how I watched yeah, it. You know? I, th- I mean, I love that it just hits on every stereotype. Yeah, Everything. every single one, and it's one of the only movies or bands or whatever that has a song with three bases <laughs> and yeah. that big bottom right big bottom big give bottom. me a big bass boner really <laughs> i talk mean talk about bum cakes my girls got them yeah. my girls yeah. got them oh yeah it's just everything about it from the little globule drummer like <laughs> i mean the drummers uh, keep dying and on top of that the music was actually good it was they fantastic all yeah. and the music was good to top it all off you know and i love how it goes from like that 60s like hippie pop and it just goes with the times yeah. kind of so mm-hmm. it's not just they're this one band that's washed up well they were washed up i mean they were playing what like <laughs> not in japan little little kids <laughs> top 10 in japan or something. yeah right <laughs> and it's oh. just it's fantastic from start to finish yeah the yeah. songs are just amazing it the the quote of it, the, is that even a word? Quotability? Quotability. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quotability, like, yeah. You just go back. I mean, uh, the song's called Lick My Love Pump. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's, it goes, uh, we're, we're going to do Stonehenge. Stonehenge. And the little thing comes down. <laughs> it's just, it really is a great movie. I owe it a rewatch. There was a dwarf. <laughs> I really, Towering up. <laughs> I got to show it the respect it deserves and rewatch it again. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, in yeah. like when uh, the bass player gets stuck in the little oh pod, yeah mm-hmm. and it won't open and he's like trying to play and then the song ends and they go back in and his finally opens <laughs> yep hello cleveland yeah they're walking around for god knows how long yep. they can't underneath find- the, the arena mm. you oh. know it, it was definitely a, a just a love letter even though it was a mockumentary you could tell like the people that wrote that film yeah like they understood touring yeah. bands oh and, yeah like all of these like you mentioned so many stereotypes like I felt so awful too. Like when they go to like their their album release, <laughs> and they're sitting there and <laughs> can't no, smell the glove. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fran Drescher's in this too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. And actually, uh, Paul Schaefer is that his name? He was um yes, yep. Uh, David Letterman's yep. band leader. Oh, is right. Artie Artie Fluffkin? No shit. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. it deserves it's to be a number one. To it, it, it does. Yeah. It does. And I feel like that it, that in itself is almost a stereotype. Yeah. Because, I mean, what it else is. could you put there? <laughs> All right. So quick recap of our top 10 before I get into the honorable mentions. So number 10, again, that three-way tie. Uh, Infant Sorrow, Wild Stallions, and Deathgasm. Pretty good way to kick things off there. Yeah. Number nine was Guy and Girl from Once. Number eight, The Clash at Demon Head. Hello. Number seven, We Are Sex Babom. Number six, The Lone Rangers. Number five, Jackson Maine. Number four, Steel Dragon. Number three, The Oneaters, or The Wonders, whatever you want to call them. Number two, Stillwater. And number one, Spinal Tap. So let's get into some honorable mentions here because we got quite a few. Yep. If you guys want to chime in, if you want to say anything when I'm mentioning these. So School of Rock was one I really wanted to get in here with same, Jack Black. Same. Yeah. Um, it was damn close. Yeah. It was so damn close that th- the three-way tie at the end kind of sealed the deal of bumping it out. But he did a great job in that film. And I think like if 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 you're listening and you haven't seen it and you have young kids that you want to maybe garner an interest in playing music, and especially like Eric can relate to being a father, being a musician. Like 
it does such a great job of like showing the love of music and playing music yep. to young kids and like him believing in them and mm-hmm. and they form a kick ass band in the end. <laughs> Although the way he goes about it is highly illegal. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, extremely. Yeah. yeah, and nowadays would definitely be frowned upon. Oh yeah, heavily. That, it wouldn't heavily. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't but yeah, fly. Jack Black killed it. Uh, Dewey Cox. Which from fall, Lockhart. follows the same trope as Spinal Tap. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It you know kind of changes with the yeah you Johnny know, Cash walk the line, but it, like how he goes from like he has like the hippie pop stuff and yep. kind of changes with it. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, crucial taunt, man. Wayne's World, another yeah. band that I really wanted to get into the top ten, but. I I debated it and I'm like you know what there's just too many good ones Dude, I love Sandra man I love yeah. Wayne's Dude. World it, hot chick playing bass it, yeah I mean it was almost a no brainer for me it's just it, Wayne's World was probably my most quoted movie in middle school you know, you know she only yeah. had three week uh, three <clears throat> weeks to learn three ways? actually three Holy she had three shit, legs she has three ways too <laughs> get me in <laughs> everyone does <sighs> but yeah I, she she still killed it. Dude, Josie and the Pussycats. Wait, my she God. only had three weeks. What, Eddie? Oh, to learn how to play bass. Yeah, I That's completely skipped over that. That's twenty days too many, Eddie. <laughs> like, I learned how to play bass in like, I mean, only, it only takes a there's minute. only four strings. Actually, yeah. yeah, true story. Like, it that's only why you takes decided. a minute. Like, <laughs> hey, I mean, man, to I learn wanna, it, I don't want to be shit good on at it. Takes yeah. years, but but to learn it, I mean, you can yeah. you can figure it mm. out. Yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. Dude, I actually own that man. CD. I, I don't even know. I loved it. I know the movie from the cover. Yeah. It's Jessica Alba, right? No, no, no. Rachel, Rachel Lee, Cook. Lee Cook. Rachel oh, Lee God. Cook? Tara Reid, Rachel Lee Cook, and Rosario Dawson yes. when she wasn't actually that attractive. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. I, see, I know nothing yeah. about that. I, I was... had the CD. People made fun of me all day for listening to that, and I stood up for it every day. I'm like, fuck you guys. This is girl rock. Wait, which <laughs> one was the bass player? Rosario. Yeah. Yep. Wait, so just because she wasn't attractive back then, she had to be the bass player. <laughs> it's, dude, they That's made hurtful. her They made her like your stereotypical bass player back then. Bass players are cool now. Oh, mm-hmm. he's, throw, he's and, throwing around bass player stereotypes. Anybody who wants to shit on bass players, tell them to listen to Maxwell Murder by Rancid. Am I right? I mean... I don't yeah, know shit pretty, about bass. I'd barely No, that's a good one. Now, I would so, tell them to go know. listen to Victor Wooten's a uh, uh, clap, uh, show of hands, or classical thumb, classical thumb. Yeah, <clears throat> okay. it's all a show of hands, though. Correct. Even his rendition of Amazing Grace, oh, you'll yeah. be like, what? What am I listening to? It's huh. just unreal. All right. Uh, the Weird Sisters from Harry Potter, Figurin Dan and the Modal Nodes from Star Wars. That's another <laughs> what one. Is that, dude? <laughs> I didn't even know. I don't even want to. <laughs> I love Star Wars. The Are kid, they the ones that play the Cantina Band? Oh, okay. I knew they were. Yeah. That song gives me nightmares. I used to. Yeah. I mean, I kind of figured it was them, but I never knew they had a name. I wanted to put them in my top ten, but what's the name again? Figurin Dan and the Modal Nodes. They've only got that one song though. So like, they finish, and it's like, play that one song again okay do you think somebody on star wars was like so i was fingering this guy named dan and <laughs> and, fingering saw, dan and like, george lucas was like we need to name our band fingering dan yeah it's that's fingering it. dan <laughs> you know, i i feel like the opening band for them would be dirty mike and the boys <laughs> yeah and then freddie got fingered ah <laughs> uh, the blues brothers which is another one that i really tried to get in the top 10 i almost put them there too i thought i had them 
and they just kept getting pushed off. I thought yeah, I, I had think them it's at just one point something too. I yeah. never really got into. But I mean, they're up there for you know they were the, like the first fake band, weren't yeah. they? It was either them yeah. or the Monkeys, but. Uh, one of the two, yeah. We got yeah. Rex Manning from Empire Records. Oh, it's man. Rex Manning Day. It's Rex Manning Day. <laughs> Another one with Liv Tyler. Yeah. 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 Yep. I do. I did see And Empire she Records, was very yes. upset that he just tried to have his way with her. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I don't blame her. He was kind of a creepy dude. He was wicked creepy. Right. But <laughs> he knew how to market himself, man. Yeah. He really did. I'm trying to think of that, that video that he had where he had like that miami vice vibe going. oh yeah you know who didn't know how to market themselves love burger no <laughs> can't hardly no, wait they, no, they had they, t-shirts and everything <laughs> but they were wearing their own t-shirts <laughs> but they were just unfortunately wearing their own merch and you just don't do that they are my favorite band who i've never heard play a song right yep. yeah <laughs> I, I love them i love donald fajon is that fajon yes. is that i love wasn't weren't they all cast members in clueless or was it just two of them um because you had at least at least the two yeah the drummer and then the skateboarder yep uh the skateboarder from clueless and then mo or whatever his name was in clueless i don't want to say his name but i just i just love that movie i yeah. do uh, and the soundtrack the scenes amazing. the scenes with them are awesome i yeah. mean just it's so reminiscent of being in a high school band right yeah and just like even when you're about to play the biggest party of the year, no one can get on the same page. Nope. And it's oh, like, yeah. fuck you, fuck you. And it then just, it's like, I love you, man. <laughs> brings me back to the gazebo days. And then North some Redding nerd steals the mic from you and starts singing Paradise City or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> uh, we've also got the Ain't Rights from Green Room. Now, you want to listen to punk rock from a movie. Fucking Nazi punk fuck Room. off. Yep. Yeah. Nazi punk fuck off. Dude, that movie was so... I just rewatched it the other day because I put it oh, on yeah. this list. I was thinking about Still watching it because I, I saw it when dude. I was you know researching some of the bands. And I saw the movie not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. And as like... It's a little fucked up. It's fucked but, up. <laughs> I mean, good on them showing up and Dude, playing that song. Yeah, playing like, that in a takes club balls. like that. Playing that song, I was like, all right, okay. You guys yeah. are screwed, but okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, when you're a band, it's like, do you fold out and yeah. play what they want? Or right. Normally, you're not going to get you. hacked up by a machete afterwards. So <laughs> Normally. Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't had many gigs like that. No. Although I feel like I've played where... I wouldn't have blamed somebody. Yeah. They right. <laughs> fucked me up after. <laughs> uh, well, gentlemen, it's about that time. Yes, sir. Eric, thank you very much for coming on, mate. You did a thank, great job. Thank you guys for having me. Thank applause. you, Hudson! We'll be back Friday night! <laughs> Well, Randos, we will be back again. We'll get Eric back on again. We'll do another music-related podcast, yes, perhaps. Yeah. It was fun. I awesome. had a great time, guys. Awesome. Thanks for watching and listening. Later. <laughs>